You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is Tony Miller Sr. And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. Oh, well, we're here, y'all. We're at the fourth episode as we talked about what's the deal with conflict. We have talked about conflict for the past three weeks, and we're going to finish it up today. And in lesson number one, uh, we talked about the definition of conflict and and what it can do to a relationship if it's not handled correctly. In episode two, we gave the first four of the eight causes that was shared in this uh, that causes conflict. And then last episode, episode three of this series, we talked about the final four causes. And I hope you enjoyed that. Matter of fact, if you're listening now and you hadn't heard those first three episodes of of this series, you really need to go back so that you can get the meat of what we're trying to get across when we talk about conflict. So let's finish up tonight. When When we are talking about conflict, And we've talked about the eight causes of conflict, but do you realize that sometime in certain relationships, not only is there conflict and it's inevitable, but a lot of the time we add to that conflict. And what I'm going to do in this episode is give you the the, uh, things that we do to add to the conflict. And this episode is entitled, Don't Add to the Conflict. So let's start with the first thing that we do to add to the conflict. And that is we avoid the conflict altogether. And that is shameful that we would do that, but it's true. When conflict arises, one of the first things that someone inside the couple does is we try to avoid the conflict. The problem with that philosophy is, is that it actually makes things worse. Conflict still remains. And if the truth be told, it grows or it enlarges or it expands. And let me say this. Anything that is left alone to grow on its own without any care, it is going to explode because it's not supposed to be that size. You ever seen a balloon? Because see, balloons are made to to be blown up to a certain uh, weight or a certain amount of air in it. And once you go past that air, the balloon bursts. Well, the same thing happens to a relationship when this conflict is there, but it hadn't been dealt with correctly. It stands there and it festers and it grows and grows until one day an explosion happens. 
this explosion could have been easily avoided if we just face the facts of the conflict. Do you realize that dealing with conflict before it grows to that amount is much more manageable if you deal with it on the level that you first see it? But once you allow it to grow, you're going to spend more time trying to fix something that should have been fixed or should have had a conversation about than you did in the first place. I know, listen, I'm, I'm one of you men that we notoriously hate conflict. We hate confrontation. But I've learned over the 33 years of being married that conflict must be dealt with at its inception or once we acknowledge it. Because once we do that, we're more apt to handle it. And what that does for our mate, it lets our mate know that we still care so much about the relationship. So you must not avoid the conflict. Here's the second thing that we do that adds to the conflict that's already there. And that is we're dealing with conflict while we're angry. Yeah, when we deal with conflict, while we're angry, it is just like throwing gasoline on a fire. Once we learn how to face conflict when it first happens, the next thing we need to learn to do is to approach conflict with a cooler head. Going into conflict could possibly be very contentious already, and we all know that. Now, if we enter into this engagement with anger in our hearts and and not willing to compromise it makes it even worse see conflict by nature is nothing more than a disagreement some some sense of expectation wasn't met and when we go into it angry we just add to it if you've ever been in an argument where both parties entered the argument angry, and then both parties exited the argument still angry, I can guarantee you that there was no resolution found in that argument. I believe that when cooler heads gets involved during the conflict, you'll find that it is so much easier to come to an understanding. But when you're angry and trying to resolve the conflict, you leave your partner behind. A person who can control themselves during a heated exchange will not only strengthen their own personal argument, but it will help enhance the relationship down the road because not much damage is done. Conflict has dissolved so many good marriages and so many good relationships because it has been handled incorrectly. There is power in maintaining the fruit of the relationship, even in the midst of the disagreement because of the conflict. Relationships are already tough enough, and it's hard for us to build when we know that we have outside entities trying to destroy it. We must not be the ones trying to destroy it from within. So let's add, let's don't add more conflict when we get angry while trying to resolve 
the initial conflict. Here's the third thing that we add to already existing conflict. We find ourselves pushing to be right instead of pushing for a solution. Let me say that again. We're pushing to be right in the conflict instead of pushing to find a resolution in the conflict. This happens too often in relationships during battles of conflict. Instead of focusing on how to find a win-win situation where both parties get something out of it, what we do, one or both parties are involved in trying to just be right. It seems as though the main thing of the conflict is not coming up with a win-win, but it is who is the winner and who is the loser. If we continue to face conflict in that manner, yes, you may win over that particular conflict and maybe even several more in the future, but your relationship is ultimately in jeopardy and it suffers. And when it suffers, it loses some of its power. We cannot let that happen. We as couples, we must not allow it to be a battle of who is to blame, who is at fault. Rather than uh, trying to blame somebody, we need to be looking at who can make it better. Relationship uh, fall due to becoming a competition between the parties. And when we do that, we forget that we are in competition, but we're in competition together to win. This approach not only adds more fire to the existing conflict, but it also exposes some weaknesses to the health of the relationship. If you're going to get to the bottom of this conflict, there must be a different attitude brought in and a different mindset in order to approach this conflict and negotiate it down together. The truth is, if you do this, it would put less strain on your relationship. You're not there in this us versus them. You're a couple, you are a team, you're in a relationship together, you're sharing your life together. You are there to come to a meeting of the minds and a compromise to help ensure that this conflict is resolved. The fourth thing that we add to an existing conflict is character attacks. And what I mean by character attacks that we, we use our mouths to attack one another. This one right here is truly important to talk about in this particular episode because it seems to that we take conflict to another level a level of war because we're out launching attacks. And no, we're not launching attacks with physical guns or physical knives or physical cannons, but we are launching these attacks verbally. And we're sending bombs to our mate that bruises their ego just so that we can win this disagreement or this conflict. And at this point, somebody should be able to stand up and become the adult in the room to help push this couple toward resolving the conflict on the table. Couples have relegated themselves to being children while trying to win this conflict 
by attacking people's character. You remember on the playground, we used to call other kids names trying to win an argument or we would do the mama jokes or whatever, only to leave our opponent walking away crying. Well, unfortunately, the same thing happens in relationships. When we, when we result into character attacks or assassinations and by name calling and pushing blame on the other person instead of just really trying to work it out, we leave our significant other helpless and bruised. They're not good for the relationship. And let me say this, you and your spouse shouldn't be enemies because the trash hadn't been taken out. You and your spouse shouldn't look at each other as enemies because the grass hadn't been cut. You shouldn't be enemies just because you didn't get your way. It is detrimental. When you look at your relationship this way, it is it gives a negative perspective and could stop the growth of your relationship. Your mate is not the enemy and the negative name that you constantly call them hurts. So don't let the character attacks make your relationship toxic. Let your mouths be used to build up and not tear down. So don't let the character attacks and assassinations make your relationship toxic. And here is the fifth thing that we do to add to the conflict when it's present. We forget about listening to one another. I'll say this, one of the key aspects to coming to a resolution of the conflict that is existing in front of us is listening. And when I say listening, I'm not mean listening by trying to find a hole in your other person's conversation so you can hurry up and blurt in and put in your zingers or your special things so you can say, I got you. No, I'm talking about listening intently so that you can hear their point of view, but more importantly, hear their heart because conflict is there, but conflict can be worked out. When you do this, this type of listening will allow your mate to know that you still place value on what they have to say, despite being in the middle of conflict. You never really need to interrupt them while they're talking. You never really need to try to blurt in your say, give them the table, listen, and then you get the table yourself and then they will listen to you. Let me give you some quick tips on what listening is because I found that so many people don't understand what listening is really all about. See, when we listen, we listen with both our eyes and our ears, and that makes us uh, in a position to listen intently. 
and listen with a purpose as though we're paying close attention to what you say. Because anytime we're interested in what somebody is saying, good listeners tend to lean in as though they're engaging into what the subject matter is. So while in conflict conversation, our facial expressions and even our tone during the conversation may rub your mate the wrong way. I've talked in earlier episodes about how important it is to listen to each other, listening when there's a problem, listening when everything is going well. A relationship that has both parties listening is a healthy relationship. It even works during conflict. I believe you should try that. And following these tips that we've talked about, while conflict's going on, don't avoid the conflict. Number two, go into the conflict, deal with it without being angry. Number three, don't push yourself to be right Push yourself to finding a resolution. Number four, don't go into character attacks against your mate. They're not the enemy. And number five, don't forget to listen because it's important to your mate. You want to be heard. You should listen also. Well, that's all we have for you to this, this episode and I really hope that these past four episodes have really elevated you as a couple. I hope that you listen to them together. And if not, the one who is listening, take notes, share with your significant other, because this is an important part of your relationship. Because I can tell you this, like I've been telling you all four episodes, Conflict is going to happen. I don't care how lovey-dovey you are. I don't care how much in love you are. Conflict will surface and the best marriages go through them. So you know conflict is going to come. So learn to deal with it. Well, that's my time. But as always in ending, it takes two to make a relationship work. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.